listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 232. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who thinks he has to tell me to check my mic. But I don't. But thank you for being so wonderful. John It'll Brownstone. Be that one time you forget. <laughs> hey, last week I forgot to put it to my face. I could just mute you and be done with you it. You could. And this would be a very quiet podcast if you did that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> quiet and short. Quick and to the point. Would it be to the point, though? <laughs> I have a feeling there'd be lots of silence, and then every once in a while you going, uh-huh, and then making a point, but nobody heard my point. It would still last an hour and something. There would just only be like six words spoken the whole time. Carry on. Thank you. Uh, this week, we had a light bulb moment, thanks to the wonderful, fabulous Eva Gray, whom we adore. Uh, we were complaining about how bad this year has been. Uh, and by the way. 2020 is not a great year. Uh, and she reminded us, though, that it's not all bad. I mean, personally, she was like, yeah. didn't you buy a house this year? How is this year all bad? And that kind of got us thinking about how easy it is to focus on the negative in both big ways and small and forget to focus on, maybe not focus on the positive, but just forget to remember the positive. So... That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate. Loving DS and the number one, Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash lovingbdsm, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. As always, a big shout out and thank you to our kinky patrons, our proud crickets mm -hmm. on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We thank you. Uh, for current patrons and those who have been considering it, uh, this Saturday... September 5th, 2020, is our monthly live Q&A yes. for only our patron peeps. So if you are a current patron, this is your reminder. If you have been on the fence and you're like, mm, I don't know, this might, might be, if it's in your budget, the time to join us. Who knows? Uh, but you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. That's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords, or the link is in the show notes, and you can join us for as little as $2 a month, and it helps us do this thing that we do. Good, bad, or otherwise, it, <laughs> your support actually helps us do whatever the fuck this is. Okay, we're here to do the thing. Yeah. Did I have announcements this week that I have not already made? If I do, I have forgotten them, so we're going to skip that part. <laughs> we'll just skip that. It'll come to me, and if it does, we'll talk about it in the bonus section, and it'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, this week is a little amorphous because, one, it took me forever to badly title it. Uh, if you're watching the live stream, you are currently looking at my inept titling. Uh, by the time podcast listeners get to watch this and then video later, later. Podcast listeners watch this? You know what I meant. Podcast <laughs> listeners get to listen. And YouTube people can watch it later. I might have figured out a better way to title this. But we're going to talk about how easy it is to completely forget the good because of the bad. 
the negative things that go on and how that can absolutely, in our very uh, non-professional, non-scientific view, not be great for an overall healthy power exchange relationship. Um, also, we're gonna make a point to like, I think we should, we'll have to touch on toxic positivity because everything isn't always good. And also uh, ignoring the really shitty things because you just want to focus on the good. Like we'll probably touch on those. This is a massive topic. We are not experts on anything except maybe ourselves. And even then that's a little iffy. I'm, I don't feel like an expert on myself. I'm still learning about myself every day. So can <laughs> I really call myself an expert? Probably not. Um, the this week's topic was inspired by longtime listener, watcher, follower, friend Eva Gray, who we adore. Mm -hmm. um, and so, thank you for that. Um, yeah, because I consider myself a bit of an eternal optimist. I am mm -hmm. that annoying person who can find a silver lining in almost anything. I think I was in my late twenties, maybe early thirties, before I finally got like let it sink in that just because I can find a silver lining in my life, in my situation, does not mean I need to go around finding silver linings for other people when they're like not not happy about something. Like that's that's a little uh, obnoxious. That's a lot obnoxious if you do it, <laughs> if, you, if you do it uh, well or wrongly, I'm not sure which. Um, but for myself, uh, I do. I, I look for meaning and why a thing happened. I look for the bright side. I look for the positive. And I would, if I had to describe myself, I would tell you that that is what I'm like. I have said that many times. Mm -hmm. And it was in the recent super secret patron only podcast um, that uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think I pointed out a good thing at all. I mean, I, and I have said many times since the pandemic began that this is the worst year and the worst part of the timeline and the worst part of the multiverse. Like I've said that and said that. And when I'm then reminded that really good things that we've publicly talked about happening and then some positives that we don't necessarily mm -hmm. talk about publicly, I'm like, oh yeah, how did I forget that? <laughs> um, and also, no wonder, like, it's, okay, so let's, let's, I've got many thoughts and I'm not organized, even though I wrote notes, so I don't know what my problem is. <laughs> so I wonder why I do that. And so then I did an internet search, which is not always safe. So <laughs> the thing that when I did a quick search of like, why was it so easy to focus on the negatives? A lot of people were talking and credible resources like, journalism outlets I trust and health websites I tend to trust. They were talking about the fact that supposedly research shows that it is easier to remember and focus on the negative. It's that there's some science out there that suggests we're kind of hardwired for it. Now I'm not getting into the science because I am not a scientist. I am not an expert. I'm not a person who studies this. If you are, I would love if you commented or reached out or talked to us on a social media platform with what you know about that as an expert of sorts, but that is what the internet told me. Uh, and that tracks true for my experience, mm -hmm. which is when I think about this year, 
the first things that pop to my mind are all negative. And when I talk about how I feel about life right now, it doesn't even occur to me to go, we're finally in our office. That office finally has curtains. We'll talk about that later. Oh, we've got this, we've got that, we've done that. I'm like, no, I'm talking about how stressed I am, how bad this is, how mm -hmm. scary this is. And I wanna be clear, the bad, the stressful, the scary, are all things that are happening and in many ways have to be addressed and have to be dealt with. And it totally makes sense that they're top of mind. Um, but I I worry, I wonder, I fear, I mm, words about what happens to individuals and then in the context of the way we talk about things, a power exchange relationship, mm. when you completely neglect the positive, when you never ever acknowledge the positive. Now, I don't think that means we all have to be Pollyanna holding hands, singing Kumbaya, isn't life great? Because that's not reality for many of us. And that's probably not healthy for many of us. And some people are just not wired to be that way. I can be wired to be, like there are times I'm definitely that person and that's very obnoxious and I'm sorry, but not sorry. Um, Cause I like to think I bring joy underneath the aggravation that I bring, you know? Like I bring you a little aggravation. Who is this peppy perky person? But then I might make you smile a little bit and then I feel like uh, mission accomplished, you know? <laughs> sort of like the way JB is looking at me now, podcast listeners, I'm sorry, you cannot uh, see that face. Because I'm trying to figure out what joy you bring me. You aggravate me more than anything. And it is hilarious for all who watch. <laughs> So I'm bringing joy to others. Actually, I bring you coffee multiple times a day. I bring you joy in a cup. <laughs> also, I make you laugh. Maybe a little sardonically. That's fine. <laughs> there is laughter in our lives. Mm. So. Carry on. I know what's missing. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Did I, did I, I didn't forget anything in your coffee, did I? No, you didn't forget anything. Okay, good. So. That's what I forgot. I, um. I wanted to talk about, in terms of us, oh Lord, in terms of us, because I can't speak to anybody else, and I know that everybody has their own way of handling life and stress and the positive and the negative, and I know everybody has their own outlook on life, so I tend to be an optimistic person. There are definitely people who skew closer to pessimistic, and none of what I describe for myself will probably ring ring true for any of those people and that's fine but i did want to talk about this sure. because i i've noticed that when we are mired down in the negative and sometimes you mm -hmm. have to be all sometimes just big bad shit is going on you got to deal with it you're going to feel what you feel you got to work through those feelings like all, all of that is absolutely true and accurate and valid and uh -huh. But when we get stuck in that place and we can't, to borrow a phrase, count our blessings, as some people might say, we fight more. Mm -hmm. We don't see eye to eye. We are quick to assume the worst of the other. Right. We are quick to assume the worst in a situation. We um, uh, assume um, bad intentions when that's not and then more and then more arguments happen and then we're stuck in this negative place that is what happens to you and i, I cannot say what happens to you out there but mm -hmm. i know that's what happens to us and yet when 
a little levity gets thrown in or when somebody goes, and I sometimes am this person, but sometimes you are too. What the hell are we fighting about? Here's this thing going on that's good. Right. The moment we interject a little bit of that positivity back in, the mood lightens. True. The the moment sort of breaks up a little bit and we're like, oh, I feel like I'm seeing more clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is an important um, component of our relationship to keep it healthy. And I, very few universals in life, so I'm not going to say this is universally true, but I think that there's there's something to that for everybody in whatever way it gets expressed by somebody mm-hmm. or how they respond to certain things. Um, if everything is always bad, then what the fuck are we doing? Why do we even bother? If there are not moments of hope or moments of joy or moments of levity, what is the point? Yeah, I, I, I think a lot of it, and this is more of a personal observation than anything. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think to a certain extent we are hardwired mm-hmm. that way, but I think we're also conditioned to a certain extent. Oh, for sure. And l- your life experiences will absolutely condition you to certain yeah. things too. I, I mean, you know, look at the news. The, the news is, you know, yeah. you, you see very little of the uh, goodness of humanity that goes on in the world, and it is out there, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the news gives you the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I the papers, whether it's TV, newspapers, so I think we become conditioned a little bit. Oh, for sure. For sure. And then whatever's happening in your own life, Mm -hmm. you just had a string of really negative things happen. Yeah. If you had fallen into a deep depression or just were still like really miserable about it today, I think everybody who knows you would go, that's totally understandable. You had a lot of bad things happen at once. Mm -hmm. And yet you have, you are still going through your emotions, but you spent some time processing that mm-hmm. being in that moment i i think this was the, i know it was the right thing to do gave you the space for that offered comfort where i could did not try that pollyanna thing of it's gonna be fine or and i know this brings comfort to some people who have some level of some type of religion in their life but the one that has never worked for me is they're in a better place now mm, y'all i want yeah. them here with me <laughs> I don't care if this is right. a miserable place. I would like them here with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't personally find comfort in that. But um, like I, I did, I followed your lead. I did what I think was true to each of us as an individual. But y- the best moment, the best day was when I could get you to smile again. Yeah. Not because I was acting like a clown, like <laughs> trying to force the positive. I think some. Some people might try that and that might work. Uh, sometimes I try that. I have found when I try to force the positive in, uh, there's a little bit of uh, lashing out of uh, <laughs> too much too soon. Um, yeah. And so you have to learn your audience, learn your moments. But when it kind of came back in naturally where I might have cracked a small joke or said did something silly and you could smile again or you could with with the full part of you that like laughs, that big laugh, like it was just like, I mean, I was like, yes, there he is. He's he's coming back to me a little bit. Now, if you had needed more time to process that and if you were still like, if it, you know, that's fine. That's not that there's a timetable. It's just that the fact that you could, rem- you were able to allow yourself to feel a small bit of good 
in the middle of that, mm -hmm. that was a good sign to me. Yeah. You know, because it kind of meant that we weren't stuck in, because we're stuck together, you know. Just because it's happening to one of us, it affects everybody in the house, but it right. certainly affects the relationship. And so you can't be the dom you want to be when you're stuck in a negative place, even if True. you are rightfully, absolutely rightfully stuck in that negative place. I then can't be the submissive you need me to be or that I want to be when you're there, True. you know, because not only, you know, in our relationship, y'all, what happens is he doesn't, you don't have the capacity. Like your brain's like, I can't, don't make me make a decision right now. Like, I don't wanna be responsible for anybody else. I'm barely responsible for me. Mm. So for me to come up and go, what do you want me to do? Make a decision, tell me what to do. Lead me, guide me, whatever. It's just not happening. Great. And the more I push and try for that, the more then it spirals and becomes worse. But once you were able to smile again, just a little bit, or you thought my jokes were at least passably humorous, yeah. <laughs> then I was like, okay, there he is. Mm -hmm. And now, okay, now I can come. Sometimes it's a conscious thing. Sometimes I think it's subconscious, but my brain knows, okay, now is the time to be a little bit more submissive or to ask for the things maybe I haven't asked for or mm -hmm. to bring the things to you that I've been holding back where I need your decision to be made, True. but this wasn't the right time to ask. Like the very real negative moments in life, in our experience, absolutely impact our power exchange. Like things yeah. just can't happen in the way they normally would when bad things are going on. And that has been true of the overall malaise of the fact that we're living in a pandemic right now. Cause it really, I mean, it's messed up both of us. We've talked about that, but it yeah. messed you up. It for did. a while, and it's a little bit of a cycle. It, like you it, get better, you get it, worse. It's a little bit of a, been a roller coaster for mm -hmm. me. Yeah, I, I do better. Um, right now, I'm in one of those up cycles on the roller coaster, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing doing better with it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I've kind of been up and down with it. It's it's uh, been a bumpy ride for me. Watching you reminds me of the cycle I have with my own mental health, regardless of a pandemic, where. Mm -hmm. I can be up and I can get a lot done and I'm energetic and I've had to learn to just ride that wave because it's coming <laughs> down eventually and then I can't. And yeah, in your own way, I've sort of watched you go through that too. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when you're you know, at a good point, it's easier to joke, it's easier to be silly, it's easier, yeah. to, it's easier to remember the positives in life and to focus mm -hmm. on them. And then when you hit that dip, and everybody's gonna hit a dip at some point for right. some reason, it doesn't have to be a mental health thing, it can just be a life thing. It's harder, and I have found if if there's a pa a way to do it without being obnoxious, it's in those low, low moments that when we can mm -hmm. find just a little bit of positivity to hold on to, genuine positivity, a little yeah. bit of hope, a spark of joy, a thing we remember that still makes us smile, something. Personally, I have found that that dip is a little bit easier to get through because mm. it is a getting through thing not a get over we don't get over depression we don't get over anxiety we don't get over grief we don't get over a pandemic we get the fuck through it and it is through it that it can be really dark and it can be really scary at times mm. depending on what you're going sure. through but if there's not these little bright moments these little points of light somewhere then it's easy to get stuck yeah. there. It's easy to think that's what the world is. It, it's absolutely easy to get stuck there. I mean, even even for me, I you know, it was it was it was first one thing, and I was like, oh god, okay. 
Then it was right on its heels, another thing, then another thing, then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then let's add in the fact that you're in that negative space and you maybe recognize you can't be the dom, sub, what partner you want to be. Mm -hmm. Well, I know I go through this where then I heap on more negative self-talk of, well, I suck. I'm not a good sub. I'm not good at this. Why are we even doing this? What even is the point? Do we even have DS anymore? <laughs> like it's negative on top of negative on top of right. negative. And genuinely, I don't think anybody has a good, clear, easy answer for how you deal with that because it's so situational and specific and personal and based on a million and one factors. Mm -hmm. My experience has been that even at my deepest, darkest moments, if I can find something, some little positive thing, some little joy, mm -hmm. some little comfort, that deepest, darkest moment can be a little bit more bearable. Yeah. Um, I was talking to the 15 year old about his breakup and I was like, there's a, he was like, at least I'm not somebody who's just eating ice cream while staring mindlessly into the refrigerator. I said, do you know why we do that? And I said, we, like I've done that in 10 years. And he's like, why? I said, cause it feels good. It's comfort. You eat the ice cream cause it tastes good. I mean, you might eat the ice cream for other reasons or it might not be ice cream, but you know what I mean? I'm like, when I'm in a place like that, I watch mindless things on YouTube that don't make me think and don't ask me difficult questions. Mm -hmm. And they're called guilty pleasures, which I think we need to rework that guilty pleasure thing. But <laughs> because of the word pleasure in it, like there's something about it that makes you feel good because when things are tough, we need that, that just that little- Self-care. Yeah, I mean, it's a form of self-care. Yeah. Self-care is also taking your Tylenol when your head hurts. I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, I to remind you about that one. Self-care is making a doctor's appointment. <laughs> self-care is, you know, going to the dentist. I really suck at self-care based on these criteria. Um, <laughs> but, you know, doing things that bring you a moment where you feel good, mm -hmm. you know, that's important. That, sure. for me, is what allows me to kind of keep going. Now, for mm -hmm. us, it tends to be jokes. We tend to... Um, crack up or crack, try and crack each other up. I'm like, okay, what ridiculous thing can I say so that you look at me like I'm a crazy weirdo? And then we laugh together. Like that's a fun time for us. Uh, we would call that date night. <laughs> but you know, we do this in the rest of our life too. Um, we have a, a nightly ritual. We eat dinner as a family most nights of the week. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that disrupts that at this point uh, is the teenager schedule, like if he's got something going on, but that's about it. Um, and on the weeknights, what we do is we do this thing, we go around the table, everybody says five things from their day, because that's the only way I know what the hell's going on in school. Um, but we close with one good thing that happened. True. And sometimes it's really easy. You're like, this ma massive thing happened, oh, it's so great, you know, I got a new yeah. client, I got a bonus, we, you know, we bought a fucking house, I think that was our one good thing when we bought the house, mm. everybody went, we have a new house, you know, yeah, that was a yeah. good thing. But we also do it and we we have to help the kids along because they are still kids. The kids will be like, today was the worst fucking day ever. I'm like, nothing good happened? And he'll look at me like, I just told you all these bad things. And so I this is where I use my eternal optimist skills for good instead of evil. I'm like, did you talk to a friend that you really like? Did you laugh at something? Did you see something cool? Or I'll, I might point out a thing he said where, oh, I was so glad we didn't have to like take that test, you know? Or I was so glad this assignment got rescheduled or whatever. And I'm like, well, wasn't that a good thing? 
And he's like, yeah, I guess it was. I'm like, so see, in a bad day, there are moments. Sometimes you have to go look for them. Sometimes you have to think about them consciously. My baby girl made me coffee. It's true. Which, which number of coffee is this that we're on now? <laughs> I'll have to peel you from the ceiling later. But we'll have a good time and I'll laugh the whole time doing it. I'll be lucky to get to sleep tonight. I yeah. know. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think in all this, you know, you, you, you have to have the good and adversely there's the negative mm-hmm. and somebody mentioned in, in the chat you know you, you you don't want to focus on on the negative because mm-hmm. then you miss out on what could be good you don't want to totally focus on the positive then you're looking at the world through rose-colored glasses and you miss some important things right for sure so I, I think it's like anything else you need to find a, a balance a meeting somewhere in between of the two. And I think like everything in life, it's a bit of a seesaw. One day you'll lean more mm-hmm. towards the negative, one day you'll lean more towards the positive. And you like, you almost never get to perfect center. No, it, it's even. it's never, it, yeah. It's always one, a little like, bit of one, a little like bit of the a, other. Yeah, a seesaw, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. seesaw. Yep, I agree. But you know, yeah, you. there are times, I mean, like what I went through, you know, I hit that low spot with all the bad things, but then the, Seesaw started coming back and, you know, you hit that level and then you kind of dip. and. So I might say I'm an eternal optimist and on some levels I am, but I'm also, I would say realist because here's what I've learned to do. When life gets really, really good and I'm like, wow, life is really fucking good right now. First of all, that's how you jinx yourself. It's not really because <laughs> what I do is I go, wow, it's really fucking good. And then I go, oh, shit. Life does not just move this way. It does not just stay good every moment of every day. It's coming. I don't know what it is. You see all that bright sunshine out there? All that bright, beautiful sunshine? There is a big, dark-ass cloud that's going to cover it up. <laughs> there always to you. That is life. That is, yeah. That's the nature of it. So I have gotten... Because that eternal optimism will fuck you up, okay? Because if you think life is always supposed to be good because you're thinking that while life is good, man, it's going to knock you on your ass mm-hmm. when it gets bad. Right. So I've gotten into a, a habit personally of just saying, it's really good now. So I'm going to really fucking enjoy this because something something's going to happen. Not even something big. It could be something really small. And to anybody else looking at it, would they would go, that's really insignificant. Why is that bothering you? I had something like that happen yesterday. Yes. I, and I, was <laughs> I know. I'm not going <laughs> to share the details. It's not completely no. my story to tell. But... I had been sort of riding this high of my expectations that the way things had been going, they were going to continue going that way. And that person went, "Mm, actually, no. And it like really messed me up. I actually just stopped working and laid on the couch like a slug. I think there might've been tears. Is it really that serious? Was it not worth crying over? Today I'd tell you no, but the day yesterday I was like, oh, this really sucks and I don't know what to do because of this. And that good feeling I'd been riding, yeah. and it mm-hmm. crashed. Um, kind of did a Thelma and Louise thing on Oh, you. Lord, yes. Um, now, would we have to deal with that today if I was still in that place? Yes. Does that sometimes happen to me? I think that's part of my mental health that I get into a bad place and I stay there for a while. 
Yes, that is its own thing that has to be dealt with, whether through therapy or medication or a combination or just understanding your mental health. But in general, this morning I woke up and I was a little like, that still kind of sucks, but I can function. So let's move forward. And and then I do. Um, But it was a good reminder that, oh, oh, things have been things have been clicking along really well for a few days now, yes, something's going to throw a wrench into that because it's just the nature of it. So I can't let myself stay on top of the world and convince myself that this really amazing good thing will always be this amazing good thing all of the time. It's the same in power exchange relationships. We have talked in different ways over time for for years, Mm -hmm. y'all. Do not put your partner, usually the dumb, but not always the dumb, do not put your partner on a pedestal. Once you put them on high, there is nowhere else for them to go but down. And they will, because they will be human. I even told her when we first met, do not put me on a pedestal. I'm gonna fuck up and it'll be so royally fucked up that, you know. And you did. Yeah. (laughs) You did. Yeah. And we dealt with it and it was, you know, thankfully you had said, don't put me on a pedestal. And I had, tried not to i still did mm-hmm. it was a little pedestal but it was still a pedestal <laughs> and I, ha- I had and then you fucked up and you were very human and we worked through it and we are yeah. still here today so clearly you know mom and dad are fine it's fine okay <laughs> it's fine <laughs> um but that i think was the moment i had the realization that even in a great relationship that mm-hmm. was the moment things went wrong between us so we had had things happen to us us. as a couple as a partnership and Mm -hmm. we had faced those negative things together and i will tell you that that is sometimes the best thing ever because when one of us is feeling overly pessimistic the other one can kind of kick in and be a little bit more optimistic and bring that joy or that hope or that laughter or that Mm -hmm. some positive thing hey it's not as bad as it seems get off your butt or i'll kick it said Kayla Lords. <laughs> Air quote submissive. Yeah. Um, y'all know that's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But um, when it happened between us, that was harder. Yeah. Because that was a moment you were wrong. So you could not joke me out of that. Mm-hmm. Like you could not crack a joke and get me to laugh and huh? Because I had to, I had to let myself be disappointed and a little angry and sad and mm-hmm. confused. Thankfully, we, even then, I mean, this is several years ago now, but even then we were strong enough to find a moment when it was the right time and to talk it through and to deal with it, work through it, move on. And, and we were fine. Um, but that was a moment where I could have gotten, you could have too, because you <laughs> thought you had royally fucked up the whole relationship. Yeah. And e- each of us could have gotten mired down in that negative place. And if we had both of us, that uh, we could have killed our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, we were, we were fortunate. I mean, it's, I think it's pure like luck of the sometimes genetic draw, luck of the mental health draw. <laughs> like it's sometimes it's just luck that we didn't get stuck there, that we were in the right headspace at the right time to work through it. And then I think this is, just like I can tell when you're coming to a better place mentally, because you'll laugh at some goofy thing I say, or Mm -hmm. you'll at least smile. I know I'm 
see I'm able I'm I'm more myself when I can crack a joke. Like it's a sarcastic yeah. bitchy one, but it's a joke. Well, <laughs> you know, along that line like yesterday I knew something was off with you. And you started to tell me. And you never did because things kind of got other things started happening. Mm-hmm. But you noticed now, you forgot that you didn't tell me that you had started to tell me. No. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you talk too damn much. You forget what you what have you and have, haven't said. Haven't said, yeah. So I knew, I could tell by looking at you, the space you were in. Mm-hmm. And you noticed that yesterday, one, I didn't pull your chain. Yeah, don't. Not when I'm in that headspace, no. for sure, yeah. No, And... Oh, we mean pull my chain in a jokey way, not in a literal dom sub. I'm <laughs> no, <laughs> I just realized, no, yeah. wait, this is a kink space. Uh, pull your chain means two different things. <laughs> yeah. Push your buttons. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Push your button. Okay. <laughs> not the, not yeah. that chain. And, and <laughs> I, I did not do that. I have seen you in that headspace before. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you notice, even after you told me, what had happened? All I, all I did, baby girl, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That that really sucks. I'm I'm sorry that happened. And if there's anything I can do, I'm here. But I love you. And and that was all. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You you had to kind of. Right. And process I, that whole thing yourself. I think that's important for other people. That's something that we have accidentally done and then we figured out it works and we keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Is that when one of us is going through it and the other one is like the bystander, we give hugs and love and support yeah. and we speak genuine words of condolence, whatever that might mean, because it's easier when you know each other that well. You know, True. Like there are things, I don't always know what to say when I see something online because I'm like, is that gonna come across as genuine? Are they gonna get my meaning? Oh God, do I sound like patronizing? Uh, but in the relationship, I can we can say whatever. We can even like fuck it up and say it wrong and it's still mostly okay. But we know what to say and we can just sort of speak from the heart very easily. Right. And we convey that and then I don't remember which of us ever did it first, but with something that we just do, we kind of go, what do you need? What can I do? How can I help? And we kind of let the other person who is going through it guide that. We don't, I'm sure there are times we have tried to sort of jump in and just fix. We are Mm -hmm. fixers. One day we'll do that. If we we haven't done that topic, we'll do that topic. Did we do that topic? Fuck, I don't know. Um, If we haven't, we will. Mm -hmm. Um, But... You know, that that was part of our learning process to not do that. But right. we started doing that. And then I know for myself what that means is that, one, I know I'm not really alone in this because the person I care about most in the world sees me, hears me, might not understand because you're not going through it the same way I am, but you mm-hmm. are here for me. Um and then when I might, maybe I do have a question or I do need a little bit of help or I just want to talk through it. I'm not explaining the whole thing again. I'm not, because of the nature of our relationship, I'm not begging for attention. It's been freely offered. Hey, I, can we talk mm-hmm. about this? I've had some thoughts. 
And then we work through it together. And then it's in the course of us just being ourselves in a relationship, in the relationship we've built, that that natural, jokey, positive mm-hmm. ray of sunshine thing kind of comes out. Um, I don't think we would work well if when one of us was going through it, the other one went, Phew, that sucks for you, and just left the room. Like, yeah. that's not... No. I mean, I can't... I am skeptical of the staying power of any relationship when that is the reaction you get mm-hmm. uh, from a partner. If they, and then, because I, I can tell you, if they don't even acknowledge it, then yeah, I, no, I'm not confident about that relationship for you. But mm-hmm. if they kind of go, mm, hate that for you, and well, where's your support system? Now, I, it does depend right. on the nature of your power exchange relationship. You know, some people are more play partners than friends and some people don't connect in that way. That's that's fine, that's fine. But if you, I mean, if we're talking long-term power exchange relationships with or without marriage, doesn't matter. Uh, hello, where the fuck are you? Like, you don't get right. to just be my dom to tell me what to do. And I'm using dom because I'm the mm-hmm. sub. You don't just get to be my dom to tell me what the fuck to do when you want me to do something. Like, I need you to like be my guy when I'm struggling too. And I don't mean fix it. Like some people interpret mm-hmm. that as, oh, well, I'm the dom, I'm supposed to fix it. No, the fuck you're not. And sometimes you're just not, you don't even have, no, you can't. I need you to fucking be there. I need you to give a shit. I right. need you to, like, I don't need you to be little Mr. Sunshine for me. like. Right, because I think many of us have been in that position (laughs) where you're like, it's real bad for you and somebody comes in with all that sunshine and you're like, get the fuck away from me. Uh, I'm an eternal optimist and I am like that. Like, no, 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 take that that cheery shit away. I'm not not ready for it yet. but I need, I need to know you're there. And if you're not going to yeah. be there, if you're not, this is a moment where it's like, if you can't be with me at a bad low moment, you don't get me for the good stuff, yeah. you know, in this relationship. So it's, that's one of those moments where I, I worry um, for people who, there's a balance in everything in a relationship and your balance will be different from my balance, but there's a balance. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a partner who only wants to be around for all the good stuff and the positive stuff, can you call them a partner? Like in the literal definition of the word partner, can we call them that? Yeah. Because they gotta be there for the negative. True. Likewise though, if they if they can only be there for you in the negative, and when I say there for you, I mean like, let's talk about it, let's live in, let's swim in this negativity, and there's no positive, what are we doing? And I don't mean personality, like there's there are cynical people. There are people who do not joke easily. Like that's not what I'm talking about. But if what they wanna do is drag you down into the negative and keep you down there, and they're not yeah. working to maybe help you in your way that is organic to you and them, find a positive, see a positive, get to a positive place. The, the extremes of, of either side are, are not ideal. Like it really mm-hmm. is somewhere in between the two extremes. And it's, it's that seesaw thing. It's a little bit of this, more of this one day, and a little bit more of that the other day. But it's it's a mix of those two things. Yeah. Um, and, and yes, Denny, you're right. It, it is. It, sometimes you just need a person to be a listener. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. What, what I have found with you, like in regards to uh, yesterday, um, if I were to have turned on 
the big D side, that Gosh. wouldn't that would not have done a thing for you. I it definitely wouldn't have helped me fix but, me, made it better. I wonder how I would have responded. But I have noticed when you are like that, one of the things that does help you is keeping you on track with your regular routine of tasks. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you know, I, I cannot come in as, as Big D and say, you know, well, okay, this is really terrible, but now you need to, you know. <laughs> I got this I, list of things for you. <laughs> I need you to make me another cup of coffee right now. Just dry those tears over there. Yeah. I need some coffee. You know, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> but we have, for you, because you like routine, you do have a set of, of tasks mm-hmm. that you perform on a regular basis. And having you maintain those tasks mm-hmm. is a big help because it bring it it kind of brings you back to a, a a little bit of a normal level. Oh yeah, it's like a stasis. Like yeah. this is what's normal. So even when it's really bad, I can so here's how I look at it. When it's really bad, I'll cling to what's normal because that makes mm-hmm. it gives me a sense of of normality in sometimes in chaos like when Mm -hmm. things are negative it sometimes feels for me at least a little chaotic um and so then i have this this thing that i'm like okay this is who i am this is what i do Uh, i and my existence on this planet is not just this really bad thing over here right like i have this thing in my life too and it's neither it's neutral it's neither good nor bad it just is and i'm gonna do it in the positive like if i get overly optimistic (laughs) this does not happen every single time but i have noticed that what that sometimes does is it brings me back down to reality so Mm, mm, um mm -hmm. i think there could i have not done enough like reading up on what other people mean by toxic positivity like that's a a new ish term that i see online a lot and i think there's a very specific meaning to it but if I were to take that phrase and apply it to too much optimism, the I'm only focusing on the positive things, meaning, and I think somebody pointed this out in the live stream chat, I am ignoring all the red flags. I'm ignoring all the bad behavior. I'm ignoring all of the negative, mm-hmm. but only focusing on like this one good thing. That's where that, and I'm not that extreme thankfully, because uh, you do not exhibit a bunch of red flags and I don't have a lot of negative I need to ignore, but I can get so optimistic and positive that it's like, everything is rainbow and sunshines <laughs> and Skittles are gonna rain down on us like the commercial and every plan I ever have is going to come off without a hitch and it's gonna be perfect. And that is so unrealistic. And you, it's like pedestals. Like there's only one place yeah. to go from there, but down. down. So then in that moment, having that routine that is mundane, that Mm -hmm. is sometimes inconvenient to my uh, happy, optimistic fever dreams, uh, it brings me back down to reality a little bit of like, oh, oh yes, even in the midst of all of this, oh my gosh, too much wonderfulness, there's still things you have to do. So it's a very, for, for us, the routine is neutral is absolutely neutral mm-hmm. because it it serves both ends. Um, I do want to touch on, just like you can't only focus on the negative 
and forget all of the good because then it leads to um uh, because it um leads to uh more negativity and it just goes to very deep dark places um too much positivity means like like has been said you ignore all of the the things that need attention so not even to the i ignored all red flags like that i see a mm. lot oh well they said all of the right things and they made me feel this good way even but then they didn't but i ignored that because when i felt good it was really good but even when they made me feel really shitty i just went oh this must be what bdsm is <sighs> no <laughs> no it's not so I only focus on those good feelings, but sometimes it's even in what could be a healthy functioning relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, if all I ever focused on was how good it feels when you spank me, but we never talked about how much I don't like it when you are not as communicative as we both agree you should be. We both agree, not, not me telling him. <laughs> we both agree. You know, then there would be a lot of non-communication going on and there would be problems occurring yeah. because we're not communicating. And that is a real thing in our relationship. When you get in your feelings, I'm gonna blame it on the fact that you're a cancer and an <laughs> INFJ, you absolutely go inward. Yes. And everybody has a right to be that way. I go inward at times. Nobody listening to my voice believes that, but I really do, <laughs> I really do. Um, but what happens is you go there and you stay there yeah. And then what happens is you've got these thoughts and these feelings that you are deep into on the inside. You talk about them with nobody, but then you act on those internal feelings. So you get real snappy, you are quick to anger, things that don't normally annoy you just piss you the fuck off. And I give you about half a day of that because I'm like, okay, mm. he's working through something, maybe he'll tell me, maybe he'll sit me down in a quiet moment. And then what I, I give you too long though, because it will sometimes go two or three days and I'm like, hey, what is going on with you? <laughs> what the hell, you've got to talk to me. And sometimes, you come out of that okay, and we talk it through. Yeah, but and, I, I am. I'm. I'm. A, I, and sometimes we don't, and then we argue. <laughs> I, I tend to be a very typical cancer. I do. I, I withdraw into my shell, mm -hmm. and then I'm just like, leave me alone. And you know, you try to come near me, I'm gonna nab you with my pinchers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that is a negative that if I ignored in an otherwise really good relationship. That would hurt us because the the snapping, the not talking about, every time we talk about what's on your mind, we figure out a way through it. We do. We don't fix things sometimes, but we resolve issues. Mm -hmm. We air feelings that maybe we thought we couldn't. The relationship gets stronger because we had a hard conversation. Right. But if I ignored that and pushed and just went, but it's so good over here. That's okay. That's how you kill a relationship by a very slow death. Like just slow strangulation. Just, it will die over time because with that, yeah. that means things go unsaid. That may, means um, resentment builds. That means that expectations are not set in reality. They're based on, right. you know, there's so many things. So it is possible that in an otherwise good relationship, you can go too far either direction. In an otherwise unhealthy relationship, 
you can go too far in either direction. But I think overall, I wanted to bring a little bit of my eternal optimism into the world (laughs) Mm. by just saying that sometimes you have to consciously decide to look for a positive. Yes, sometimes life really fucking sucks. It just does. Like, it just does for all kinds of reasons. Not what we're even what we're going through universally, but like in your own life, in your own body, in your own mind, in your own relationship. Like shit really does suck. And I don't want to minimize that for anybody. I don't want, I will not be the person who says that, you know, just read an inspirational quote on the internet and go do some yoga and you'll be fine. Like fuck that shit. But even in our darkest moments, if we can find a little, a little reminder of a good time Mm -hmm. or a reminder that there's good in our world that exists, even if we're not feeling it right now, or we can laugh at something. We use gallows humor all the time. Something bad is happening. I am cracking an inappropriate joke. Like I got, it's cutting the tension, but Mm -hmm. it is a type of positivity. And I think, I think poor positivity gets such a raw deal because it can be so saccharine and so, and some of us are just like, please stop being so fucking positive. I get that way sometimes. So I don't think of it in terms of positivity. I look for hope. I look for a little, just a little, just a little moment of joy. I look for the good. I acknowledge the bad. I deal with the bad. Mm. I work through the bad. But I, I, I go out and I look for it. And I know that doesn't come natural for everybody. And that's okay. Sure. It does this whole entire premise for this week's episode was somebody else had to remind me, the glittery purple optimist, that good shit had happened in our lives this year. Mm-hmm. Massively good shit had happened. Yeah, It happens, like the ability to forget the good can happen to all of us. And I think for many of us, it has to be a conscious decision to go to, to go, but yeah. what was good today? And that's why I think the the boys really wish we'd stop doing the five and the one good thing. Like they really, they can't wait to grow up and move out and not have to do it anymore. <laughs> but I love it because even on my worst days, it makes me have to think of something right. that I can claim as a positive. Mm-hmm. And I think that doesn't like, you know, that doesn't make your life immediately better. That doesn't like, you know, take make everything go away but i just i think it for me it helps me keep going in the hardest times when i think oh my god is this what life's gonna look like from now on no life is constantly changing however whatever it looks like today good or bad it will change at some point um but it gives me that little bit of push yeah and it keeps us mostly on an even keel which means that we can laugh together and we can cry together. We can joke together and we can fight and we can get loud and angry with one another. And it's safe to do that. Mm -hmm. But also we can be there for each other when the other's going through a negative thing. Like there's just, oh, here comes my glittery optimist side. There's so much good in the right level of and healthy amount of and not toxic positivity there's just it can do so much just sometimes we have to remind ourselves to go seek it out true this is what i'm saying and and true. when you do i think in an otherwise mostly good relationship power exchange or otherwise you keep it going you keep it healthy and strong mm-hmm. that's just one part of it that's not the fix like you your relationship struggling going and find the the ray of sunshine in your day is not going to fix everything 
But it is one part of an overall puzzle. It's one piece right. of it. Right. And when you start putting all these pieces together in the way that's right for you as an individual and you, the the overall you of your relationship, then you create something that that can usually go through some tough shit and come out on the other side a little bruised, a little, mm-hmm. little battered in a non-consensual yep. way because the earth don't fucking care. But <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll be on the other side. Um, and so... I think that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think that uh, say. that says a lot. <sighs> yeah, and I, yeah, and I think I, could I could I keep talking about how life sucks for some of us, of all of us, at some point? Yes, because we all know that. That's a truism we all know. We just we just know it. We mm-hmm. feel it. We live it. Um, and I think that the thing that gets forgotten in a healthy way is to do your best to look for at least small bits of good. If you can't find big bits of good, that's understandable. Mm -hmm. Just even those little small ones, like, like your dog is really cute or your cat cuddled with you. Like that's a fucking, like, does that feel good when your cat cuddles with you? If you have a cat, if you have a strange cat cuddling with you, you should be asking questions. But like, those things, when when our dog Saki gets up on the little love seat with me and leans his whole little 10 pound body into my thigh and then licks the couch and I have questions, but, and he's just like living his best dog life, but he has to be touching me. That feels good. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. can feel good in an yeah. otherwise really shitty day. You know, when somebody brings me a Diet Coke to try to stem the tide of tears from some stress, that <laughs> That first sip of Diet Coke tastes really, really good. And it's a nice, bright moment in my day. Like, it's, yeah, it can yeah. genuinely be mm-hmm. the smallest things. Yeah. But I, you're right. And I mean, you know, even myself, I can, I can bemoan the fact that it took me ages to get my motorcycle fixed. And the weather sucks. And I can't ride. And it's too hot. And, and yet, on the bright side of things, bike is fixed. And as soon as the weather breaks. You'll be on it. I'll be on it. I'm gone. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll get back on it with you. Maybe. Yeah, I like I like being that. Not everybody likes this, but I like being the the person like clinging to you from the back, <laughs> staring at everything. <laughs> like, look at me! I'm the chick on the back. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho. We we have gone on and on. Could I have yes. summarized this in five minutes? Yes, but then would it be the loving BDSM podcast slash live stream? No. So there we go. An hour. Of rambling. Yes, we have a bonus section. Yes. So this is this is a topic that is a through line of everything we've ever said because y'all know I'm that glittery optimist. I'm always like talking about finding positive. So none of this is new information, I think, but I just thought that if I needed the reminder, I knew other people needed the reminder. <laughs> so that there we go. I reminded all of us. Okay. Okay. So are we good? <laughs> That's not for me to say. Okay. Well, let's carry on anyway. (laughs) Okay. Keep it kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Daddy. Daddy. How he's hitting me. He's hitting me. See? Consensually. But ow, 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 ow. I put the spatulas back out in the garage where they belong. And now I keep... Talk to the crickets, please. Go ahead, baby girl. Thank you. Okay, so I just got hit with uh, (laughs) uh, the prototype of 
a new version of an old product and it hurts because it's a heavier wood. <laughs> uh, okay, so um you know what? Emoji of the week. Hmm? Uh I believe I think there's a couple versions, so pick the one you can find. The sunshine emoji. Ah, that yes. will be our emoji of the week. The mm-hmm. sunshine mm-hmm. emoji. Um, because we're bringing bright spots of hope and happiness. I mean, I'm not going to point out that the sun also burns things. Like, it, there's a bit downside to it. We're just going to look look at the positive part of the sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vitamin D. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, so... Uh, a few things. So um, the item that I was just hit with is what we call a slap stick. Yeah, okay. the slap stick. Um, but you made it out of what? That's Purple Heart. Purple Heart. Uh, for podcast listeners to get a uh, sort of a visual in your mind, think of a paint stirrer that you would get from a home improvement store, but with mm-hmm. a little bitty handle and made of actual, like, Better wood, harder wood, so it does not break on the first uh, aggressive swing yeah. across your ass. Uh, but somebody in the live stream chat asked if it was a ruler, and it does look a little bit like a ruler. It really does. This is our um, prototype because it's made of purple heart. Yeah. And normally you made them of a different material, mm-hmm. but this is an mm-hmm. exotic wood, and it didn't come out perfect, so it's ours. Yeah. I am happy to have our cast-offs uh, because, <laughs> except when you hit me with them and they hurt. <laughs> and then I'm less happy about that. Mm. Um, so, other um, bonus section things. I wanted to uh, do a follow-up reminder about the Patreon live Q&A. Because I feel yeah. like if you stay all the way to be a cricket, even if you're not a patron, you're not completely annoyed by it. Like a, a non-cricket would be like, oh, why are these people fucking talk about this all the time? <laughs> It's just that on Friday, September 5th, is the live Q&A. Uh, for an hour, we answer questions from patrons about BDSM and DS and even ourselves, like our opinions on stuff, like whatever. Um, that is at 12 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. If you are a patron, this is yet another reminder for you. Uh, if you are not and have been considering it, we'd love to have you. Um, we are... That's it. I thought there was more I wanted to say about that. Like, I had it all built up in my mind. Like, it was a big thing, and it's just that. So I said it again as a final reminder. Um, the other thing in bonus section world, all of the ones, I keep looking past the camera for people on video who can uh, who can see my face. Uh, we have curtains up. Yes. We have uh, yep. uh, the black blackout curtains. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they do a good job of blacking out the sun. They were a pain in the ass to put up, though, yeah, weren't they? Were. they? <laughs> yeah, they were. Yep. Um, yeah, drilling into the concrete wall was fun. Yeah, your arms were shaking. Yes. So I know you had a special drill bit to burrow into the walls. Correct. Would a different kind of drill worked better i mean you have the kind that people have a, i mean it was a big one's a power drill mm-hmm. but like that people have for their home like is there a commercial grade that goes into concrete easier um yeah there's always a commercial grade um. pardon me <laughs> i'm so sorry but uh um, you, you 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 saw um what i ended up doing i i 
put the drill into turbo mode and you did. And then it went through like butter. And, and it went through very well. I was well, like, yeah. why? Why did we? Yeah. Did, didn't we do that on the first eight holes? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, we now have curtains, so it is still warm in here without the fan. Now that we're in the bonus section, can we have the fan back? I know there's a hum. I'm yeah. sorry, podcast listeners, but it's hot. Okay. It's nowhere near as hot as it normally would be, though. No, so no. It's, I'm it's just mostly still air. Is, is what yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we still long term probably needed another duct in this room. Oh, absolutely. So I think we've talked about this before, and eventually we're going to film the office tour video yes, for YouTube. Yes, several people were asking in the beginning I about know, that. Yeah. I know. I know. It's because there's some bits, like some chords and some small bits that mm. I want to get us to get organized first. But um, <laughs> this used to be an exterior like room it's an add-on and it was enclosed and so we're dealing with exterior walls and lots and lots of windows which make yeah. it such a light airy room and we have just turned it into a cave and it's wonderful but man does that mm -hmm. make it hot mm -hmm. it makes it so hot so yeah but we did that we finally got it's a little less oppressive yes it is with the heat in here mm -hmm. i mean the heat was making me there were a couple days just last week where I got sick because I was so hot. You did. I mean, you add a hot flash in mm -hmm. to already being hot and it's just like, oh my gosh. So this is going to be a funny segue. Speaking of hot flashes, I was reminded of a thing we received in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and I will explain the hot flash connection in a second. So I've already messaged Path Girl who sent us a Happy five years of podcasting mm -hmm. goody in yep. the mail, but I wanted yep. to show you. And one of those things does relate to hot flashes. So for podcast listeners, I'm going to mm -hmm. take a picture and um, put it up on Instagram at the handle I will forever fucking hate. Okay. I encourage so you, get you that. to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer Silent Wing okay. here in a minute. Okay, go finish. You did to me what I do to you all the time. I'm going to finish my thought. For podcast listeners, I will take a picture, put it up on that handle I fucking hate. Uh, this is me encouraging you to follow us on Instagram. Okay, okay go. Yes, um, I, I, I am happy. I, I'm looking at it as yes, hooray for September. Um, that means if all goes well with uh, nature, that means we have one more month of, of supreme heat and October it should start cooling off. So yes, very happy to see September roll in. Yes, August was, August was rough. August was rough. Okay, so... Uh, the wonderful and lovely Path Girl, who is usually working during the live stream, so hopefully mm -hmm. she will get to uh, listen to the podcast on Friday, um, sent <laughs> a whole box and made us a card. So I'm showing it to the camera now, and if you know, you know. So Carl. <laughs> podcast listeners, I'm so sorry. There's a thing called llamas and hats. I would tell you to look it up on YouTube, but I'm afraid for my soul if I send too many people there. Even though I did encourage the 15-year-old to watch Llamas and Hats. Um, all I'm going to say is Llamas and Hats on YouTube if you want to know the Carl reference. Um, but Path Girl sent us a card with pictures of that Carl mm -hmm. and things from Llamas and Hats. Um, and this um, really sweet message says, Dear Kayla and John, congratulations on your five-year anniversary of Loving BDSM. The world may be a shit show right now, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I love you, Path Girl. You know me so well. Uh, thank you for all that you do for the cricket community. Your dedication to educating the world about kink through your eyes has helped all of us so much, especially myself. Jesus, don't make me cry, Path Girl. 
Whether it be knocking down stereotypes, trying to keep us safe, or just making us laugh, it's all appreciated. I sent you a little something in your love language to enjoy. May the kinky fuckery <laughs> continue for many years to come. I love you guys, Path Girl. We love you too, Path yes. Girl. Uh, if you are new here, our love language is coffee. You would, you will be forgiven if you think my love language is purple because <laughs> it is also that. So the hot flash connection. Um, this is something that. Um, Path Girl's been rec- uh, recommending to me for a while to try. It's Amberin. And she got like a crazy special good deal on it and went, look, if it works, great. And then you know you can get it for yourself and it'll mm. work. And if it doesn't, you haven't lost anything. But I, the 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 hot flashes are fucking real. The perimenopause is fucking real. The uh, mental health cycles being a little bit more severe. Totally real. So I'm going to try them. And I thank you for that. But mm-hmm. the... Uh, Goodies in our love language, three bags of coffee. Yeah. Allegro coffee, the Blue Nile blend, which is um, a medium roast. It has uh, the, the flavor notes, the flavor notes, yeah. berry, tobacco, spice. Ah. I know. I didn't read that when we opened. I was okay, so excited okay. to see coffee. Yeah, I didn't yeah. actually read it. Yeah. The other one is called Iconic. It's ah. a dark roast mm. uh, yes we can be bought with coffee oh i'm not gonna lie um <laughs> callie rose last week when the pretty purple card we got there was a starbucks gift card in there uh and then um is it gavalia or javalia i have always said gavalia okay this is the espresso roast which is also mm-hmm. a dark roast so thank you path girl thank you yeah well, thank you nobody ever has to send us gifts no matter what how my baby heart baby girl heart squeals <laughs> But even like little things in the mail, like somebody uh, was talking to last week on the live stream was like, I am going to mail you some stickers. And I was like, yes, I love stickers. So that was our podcast anniversary present from Path Girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the card has to go up on our pin yes. board. Um, podcast listeners, uh, we did post a picture of our pin board on uh, Instagram couple weeks at that ago. handle she hates at that fucking handle i hate <laughs> fucking hate the handle please don't anybody tell me how to change the handle i know that's not the point also what would i bitch about every fucking episode um um this is an older one so i'm gonna take you down and i'm gonna put a new one up Carl. <laughs> okay so i wanted to give lovely credit where credit is due um, what else do we have for bonus section? Hmm. Curtains was like our big thing. It took Curtain, us curtains a couple hours to put those we, up. We spent a good portion of the day Sunday doing that, yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, I did some more organization in the garage. I know. It's like, it's looking like a usable garage. Yeah. Instead of a storage shed. I'm just amazed at all the space in there now. We've never had a two-car garage. No. Neither of us. Like, and uh, before each other and then together as mm-hmm. adults. Like, the, and it, I, I understand why people store things in big garages, even small garages. It's like this empty, mm-hmm. sp- cavernous space. Oh, I can, but you're organizing it and, and... And it's going to be used to, like, actually, we can walk through it. Yeah. Oh, uh, if anybody's interested in our dishwasher saga, 
uh, I mean, the appliance we spent really good money on, not the 15-year-old. Um, <laughs> I can report. The dishwasher is working just fine, thank you. <laughs> he's crying while listening to me. No, he's not. No, he's not. I would not make him wash dishes while he cried. <laughs> oh, I mean, JB would. He's a sadist, but yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Um, no, a plumber <laughs> has been called. Yes. Now, a plumber has not called us back. But a plumber well, has been okay. called. I, I called the plumber. Today's Wednesday. I called the plumber Monday. Did not hear from them. Mm-hmm. So I told Kayla, said, if I do not hear from them by Tuesday afternoon, I will call them back. He did not hear from them by did Tuesday. Did not hear from them. <laughs> so I called them back, spoke to him, explained to him what was going on uh, between... Uh, running a new a new line for the refrigerator and and seeing what's going on with the water supply for the yeah uh, our refrigerator water ice thing is very sad yeah it works but this is very sad and uh, so he was going to get with one of the uh, service people and have them call me and and schedule set up a schedule time to come out that has not happened yet though not yet I'll give it to tomorrow. <laughs> We have resigned ourselves to the fact that this is not where we used to live, where things happened very quickly. Yeah. Uh, You could call someplace. And if you didn't get a call back within like 48 hours, it was people understood that you were annoyed here. It just moves a lot slower. It's a lot slower here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Everybody's way more laid back. Back in the Tampa Bay area in Pinellas County, if, if you made a phone call, if someone did not answer that phone right away, they were calling you back within a few minutes. Here yeah. or they understood why you were not interested if if it was yeah right like um you know yeah here things are a little different it it's um the the nickname of this town is Slocala yes for a reason for many and that is yeah. one we have we are still adjusting to that like mm-hmm, I understand mm-hmm. that just because I make a phone call somebody won't always be able to answer on the other end like that's fine I even yeah. understand that if I leave a voicemail in a day I might not get a call back that same day like that is also fine right. <laughs> but the amount of chasing after people by phone email text to get like mm-hmm. it's like I want to pay you money could you could you let me? pay you some money to do some work like this is yeah Mm -hmm. so so yeah it's a um very laid back oh yeah take it as it comes kind of atmosphere around here yeah yeah so it's not uncommon it doesn't matter um someone in the chat said you know time for a different plumber maybe that would and and see that's me that's where i'm like just call somebody else even if i did call someone else (laughs) I know it, it would be the same thing all over again. The we had that situation when we moved into the new house. I called. I either reached out online or I called, depending on their method, several moving companies. Yes, and all of them except the last one, which is who we ended up hiring, took forever to get back to me. Took forever to give me information. Promised information and never sent it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to go with one of these, even though I like they're way overpriced for what this is. And I just, mm, I'm not getting a good feeling. And you saw the side of a truck. truck or, I saw the truck on the side of the road. And you're like, here, the look them up, call them. Here you go. And not only were they on top of it in the setting up process, give me information process, they were then on top of it when they came out to work. That's the other thing that we have found is that, um, 
that laid back, take your time thing mm-hmm. <laughs> extends to when the people get to your house to do the work. And as long as the work's well done and it's on budget, I'm not going to say too much. Like, I'm, it's fine. I don't do that work. There's a reason we're hiring somebody yeah. to do that work. But it was it was hilarious that the people, the company, the moving company that was on top of it and really fast with the first part mm-hmm. that carried all the way through. They were really fast getting us moved they and were. really like conscientious and they didn't break yeah. anything. And it was great. But yeah, it's it's like that in traffic, too. And I'm I thought I was a person who preferred to drive a little slower. And then we moved here and I realized, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, there was something else. Oh, Amy asked in the live stream chat for you, um, yeah. Daddy. Uh, where did we get the wax from? From that wax candle. Um, I'm looking for the okay. right now. We love the last place you got the wax ah, from. Here it is. Are they on Etsy? They are on Etsy. Okay, they. Uh, it's called Alice's Beatums. So A L I C E S B E A T. E-M-S. They're on Etsy. That's all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Oh, Alice is also on FetLife. I think I like Alice because their FetLife name is Problem Child oh. 88 Yeah, yeah, I, I totally get it. Um, yeah, we need to order more wax from, yes, we do. from that shop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Alice's yeah, Beatums. What, what I like about them is uh, they have wax... Um, for all, oh gosh, I can't, I can't think of the word for wherever you're at from beginner to more advanced, more advanced. Yes. I just, I like the little pory thing Mm -hmm. and I want bigger ones and more colors. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, but we're trying to work around the house. So probably we're not going to buy wax for a while. Also my online shopping may have gotten out of hand. Just I'm, I'm. Admitting and, and recognizing the problem is half. It's like the first step, right? It's like half the battle, something, something. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. It may. Yes. When uh, you walked out of the front door on Monday and tripped over the how many packages? Uh, we had five it? packages arrive in the same day, from and, all from different places. And technically, all for me to either for me because I ordered them or for me to deal with because they were ordered for a child. <laughs> there, there's been a bit of ordering going on. Yeah. Um, so. And, um, anything else? Yeah. I mean, the other, the only other thing I, I started, um, you know, we have our, our patron only discord. Oh, that was the thing. I was going to do a whole bit on Patreon and I felt like it, it would be less annoying in the cricket bonus section, because even if you're not a patron, you'd be like, it's fine. This is okay. We like you anyway, as long as you don't do this every fucking bonus section. I knew it because I was going to bring up the Discord thing because you've been doing work in the Discord thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite, and I love y'all for this, if you recognize yourself and what I'm about to say, are are the folks who are like, what is a Discord? I was like, you know what? Don't feel bad for asking. I had to ask the same question. <laughs> and I had to ask the 15-year-old. <laughs> so it's okay. Um People get very excited when they hear us say Discord. It is it is for patrons only because mm-hmm. we wanted to keep it manageable and we wanted to mostly we wanted to keep it manageable. Mm-hmm. I think that was mostly mm-hmm. it. So But yeah. it, it's it's also a fun way for our, our patrons to interact with each other yes. and with us. So for 
people who are currently going, well, you asked the question, what is a Discord? You did not then explain it. It's a chat server system yeah. where you can mm -hmm. think old school online chat rooms, but with an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Very much an upgrade, a 21st mm -hmm. century upgrade, mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure if you're asking, what is a Discord? You probably remember the old school chat room. <laughs> Like the uh, IRC and the uh, bulletin boards. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. used, uh, was it GeoCities or was it the Yahoo ones? I used like old, old school, like the very first mm -hmm, ones. Mm -hmm. And then um, I went to ICQ, though. That was, ended yeah. up being my thing. Um, so, yeah, it's a place to – but, yeah, you did a whole bunch of stuff. You're, like, adding functionality yeah. and adding places to talk about different things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, like, I, I, yeah, I mean, it was it, – a lot of things were requested. Um, you know, let's face it, we – good portion of everybody in there is um, – are kinksters, but you know, there's a lot more to us than just being kinksters. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there are people who are are gamers, and you know, uh, a lot of people are very crafty. They they have different crafts and hobbies that they do. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's there's different things like that now. Chat rooms, and mm -hmm. um, you know, I've um, been working on bots uh, for different things, so you can. Uh, select preferred pronouns and mm -hmm. uh, working on doing some other things with that. And yeah, yeah. to select like how you identify as a mm -hmm. kingster. And yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's been fun. Um, I'm so glad you've taken that on. I don't think I could I, um, do all that. You know, I, I haven't done a lot with that stuff since days of uh, someone just mentioned it in live chat, M-I-R-C. Um, my gosh, I, I, I knew that stuff up one side and down the other like the back of my hand and uh haven't really done anything with any of that stuff you know since those days um and uh it, it's it's been kind of fun deep diving into it. It, it it's been a little bit of a, a learning experience you know, and you know me i love research so oh no i, I know just, i was like what's he watching over there because he's got these big old headphones he they're noise blocking. He cannot hear me once they're on. He's also hard of hearing, like like officially, like the term hard of hearing. Hard of hearing, so he can't hardly hear me anyway. That's why my voice carries. That's why we're a good fit. Um, so put those headphones on. I'm like, what is he doing? And then I look and I'm like, what video is that? Like from across the, like the way I couldn't, I was like, what is he watching? And I came up, I still couldn't figure it out. And then I saw like a page flash up that was clearly like a Discord thing. I went, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it, it's been fun, and um, I, I I did <laughs> yes, following. No one is smacking anybody with with trouts anymore. <laughs> I feel like I missed something. <laughs> in 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 the old uh, chat rooms, there there used to be a, a command where you could uh, smack somebody with a trout. Look, I know I've lived a sheltered life, and I, 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 I am positive in my experience that, yeah, never, never. And uh, you know, I, I even did the responsible thing with 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 the Discord server. I, I created my own little, uh, own little test server. Oh yeah, to play with it. To to play with it, and. Um, so I went, I, I created that, and I started playing, um, you know, writing out the, the commands and, and that for the bot in the test 
server. Chew. So I, if I blew anything up, it was going to be in the test server first. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, yeah. Blow yeah, up the yeah. loving BDSM Discord server. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, it was fun. It's been interesting, and you know. I'm just so glad you've taken that on. I feel like such a sort of like a bad landlord. I'm like, oh, we've created the <laughs> Discord server. I'm here maybe once a yeah. week, and I don't know how any of it mm -hmm, works. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's been it's been cool. I've been having fun with it. Yeah, and we are actually we you and I have to talk about it, and we will announce it to on Patreon first. We are going to make a I think we're going to make a change to Patreon that will affect both. Um, current members if they choose to mm -hmm. and then will impact people who maybe Excuse decide me. to sign up in the future. So yeah, we're, we're leaning into that. I think I said that a few weeks ago. We are leaning into that. Um, so yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And, and yeah, I just saw uh, Jennifer and, and Silent Wing put some things in the, in the oh, chat Oh, where you here. made emojis the, before there were such things yeah, as emojis? The, um, yeah. ASCII art. The what do you want? I believe it's called ASCII art. Oh, is that? Yeah. I don't A-S-C-I-I. If I remember yeah, correctly. I, so I always yeah. thought people who knew how to take different characters from their keyboard and turn it into a picture were basically wizards. <laughs> like, I have never. I love the shrug one that still gets, like, used, like, in Twitter. Like, I, but I don't know how to make that. Actually, mm. the shrug one. 15-year-old. <laughs> Band director was poor baby sending out so many emails this summer about band and band camp and school. And the end of like the fifth email in a row, he it was long. He ended it with, and uh, what is it? And will there ever come a day when Mr. Teacher name uh, doesn't send uh, novel length emails? And it was just the shrug mm -hmm, characters. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. And I was like, that's one hilarious, and two, you two are also a wizard because I don't know how to make those. Yeah. Mm. I, that's why I love uh, both emojis and um, gif gifts for reactions. Yeah. Like yeah. I will, I'll use the shit out of those because sometimes the words you're going to use just don't express it the same way that pictures will. I do like the sort of funny thing that I've seen going around social media, but I see it mostly on Twitter where people are like, you know, in about a thousand years, they're going to think that we all spoke in hieroglyphics yes. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> 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 yeah. We're only using pictures to talk yes, to one another. Yes. You you had a, a, a question oh. posed to you in, in chat. Oh, what do I think about organizing a munch? Probably not. We've done it before. We did not organize it. We took it over. Well, we took it, it was over. fully we... formed. We just, like, cradled it for six months and then passed it on to its new parents. Because we had to move, but we did it. I know. Okay. I know. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> I, mm. We were good at it. We, we As a team, we were very good it was, at it. It was tiring, though. I, I came as Kayla Lords. So I was like, yeah. hello, I am here to munch with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was not quite that obnoxious. I mean, I might have, like, if that's a level 100, I was, like, at a 98. Like, <laughs> I dialed it back a little bit. Um, I, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, there, you know, and X points out in the live stream chat, you're asking an introvert to, to 
to organize a social event. I actually have, back in the day, that was part of my career was to organize social events. I I actually enjoy that level, the, the organization of it. And I would one day love, love loving BDSM meetups. Maybe not full live events. I used to have this dream in my head of it, like a live event with educational opportunities. Well, I'm dreaming smaller these days. Mm. A meetup, basically a traveling munch. Like I would do that. I'd go around wherever and be like, if you're a listener, we're gonna be here and it'll be like a munch. Um, That I would absolutely do. Um, I think it's the responsibility of a regular munch that more than anything mm. is what makes me go, you mean I got to commit to it every month? <laughs> Ooh, okay, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> we do a podcast every week. Right. Um, I, I can wear no pants if I want to. I could take off my bra if we I want to. We do a weekly hangout. I, I come in my pajamas every <laughs> week. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's <clears throat> there's something to it and it does so here's what i think is both a good thing and um a potentially nefarious evil thing i am very much the one who's like let's do this online thing let's make this content let's be in an online space to find more people who relate to us i want to be part of our kinky community Mm -hmm. and you are the one who's like no Let's go out among the people. Yeah. And that actually works really well because it means one of us can go off in this direction (laughs) and do the online thing. And the other one of us can go off in this direction and do the in-person thing. But eventually we make the other one come with us. I miss, I really, really miss making my trips to Orlando every month. And, you know, not not only to to do my, my own thing, but, you know, to attend the workshops and everything that I attended there, I, I miss that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Mr. Spock asked about us moving. And like, no, the munch had nothing to do with us moving. Um, we had planned on selling the condo and moving. Yeah, we actually, when we um, when we took over for our local munch at the time, we told them this is you know, super this, temporary, this, we're this moving is, in the summer. We'll do it, but it is temporary. Yeah, or it would have died right, right then yeah, if we had. Yeah. So we're like, this is like a 15-year-old munch. We can't let it die. We'll just babysit it. And then we, what did we end up doing? We uh, basically guilted four of our friends into taking it over. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, well, kind of like the way we were guilted into taking it over. True, true, true. Time true, true, true. <laughs> um, but we, we sought out two separate couples and went, look, can y'all tag team? Like, one of you post it to FetLife. One of you, like, do this part of it. Yeah. And then yeah. they were like, yeah, we can do that. Um, I don't know how it's doing to this day, but also we're in a pandemic. So mm-hmm. how is mm-hmm. any of it doing? Yeah. Um, and Jennifer mentioned in the live stream, she's like, you got it right, Jennifer. It's like, well, yeah, because none of what I do requires me to leave the house. I could be behind a screen, which and that is very, and that is so true. Yeah. Um, and yet I know that when I'm in spaces where people know me as Kayla Lords, I'm a lot more comfortable. She's fine. I am a lot more comfortable yeah. in person than if I'm in a space where I have to either introduce myself and people have no clue who I am, which I actually also sometimes like. People mm-hmm. not having a clue who I am because then I can be really, really quiet. <laughs> I mean, the munch that, the the that we attend here that's run by our friend, you're very comfortable there. Yes, I, I am comfortable because it's still, well, it was when we were going, a small munch. I'm friends with the organizer. You sit next to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like perfect. Yeah. So, no, could I organize an event 
that where I am Kayla Lords of Loving BDSM. Yes, I could do that. Yeah. Would I do that? Yes, yes. we're we going to need a lot more patrons for that. <laughs> like, a thousand of you. I'm just saying, like, woo! Because it's time and money is what that is. And childcare. Or, I mean, thankfully, uh, kids can just postmate themselves some food. So. <laughs> um, Jennifer asked what bot I used. Um, I'm, I'm going to butcher this, probably. Um, Juniper asked. Or Juniper, okay, sorry. Um, Juniper, I, I used YAG PRB dot XYZ, I believe it was. Yeah. <laughs> now you're just, I know that's what it is, yeah. but in my head I went, now you're just making shit up. <laughs> yeah. I used an alphabet soup one with random letters in order. <laughs> well, actually, um, from, from what I was, uh, was looking through and, and looking at some, that one actually was the one that was high, most highly recommended. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, a myriad of bots out there. Mm-hmm. So, and um, to me, after looking at it, and I was able to actually go into the um, dashboard mm-hmm. um, as a visitor, so to speak, gotcha. to, have, to have a look like around. Like a test kind of thing? Yeah. And uh, I got to poke around and look at all the different functions and features, and I was like, okay, this, this is... Uh, this, this is both user-friendly and, and has a lot of, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's rather robust, and, and that's what I'm going to go with. Cool. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm so glad you're doing that. <laughs> um, in our live stream chat, and I'm sure there are people listening on the podcast, so that's why I'm going to do this right now. A uh, question was asked about, um, by the way, hi, Karen, welcome. Hello. Um, about finding munches on FetLife or through other groups, is that pretty much the best or only place? FetLife is your best option. Another resource that is out there is called findamunch.com. Mm-hmm. Most of what you will find there is connected to FetLife, but not all. So every once in a while, somebody will do something off FetLife and the, it'll be somehow in whatever magic occurs on the findamunch.com mm-hmm. website. So that is an, a secondary resource to check. Um, I will continue to, until until somebody tells me otherwise, I will continue to recommend FetLife first and foremost. Yeah. But that is an option. Yeah. Um, um, you so. know, yeah, as far as, as groups, there there are so many, so many groups. Um, you know, yeah, uh, Jennifer just mentioned it kind of depends on your interests. Um, you know, if, if you have uh, some, you know, if you have a local munch and you know some of the people from from your area you can go to their profiles um sometimes through that you will find local groups mm-hmm. or just fet. groups that they're on on in fet life yeah. and if you're like okay i know this one person and they're a cool human being let me go check out that group i am i continue to be a big proponent of lurking at least until you're yeah. comfortable uh, i lurk even past the point of being comfortable and like this is who I am but yeah I'm gonna pay attention to the vibe of a group whether yeah. it's FetLife or wherever and and I'm going to exit if I I don't give it much time like I give it I'll scroll through if it's something I'm really interested in I've been like desperately trying to find a group that's talking about it I might give it a, a bigger chance than if it's like oh, I was just investigating things um, but I'm going to look to see how people are talking to one another. I'm going. I'm going to pay attention to whatever the rules are. I'm going to see if the rules are enforced. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. This is so unscientific, but it it works for me. I'm going to just pay attention to 
the things being asked and how they make me feel. Meaning, it's the same way I'm dealing with Twitter right now. Twitter is Twitter, but for me, it is very shouty. And I've got a lot of people's emotions in my timeline on Twitter. Yeah. So that's not those people's faults. They can use their Twitter, or in this case, their the fat life, the way they want to. But if yeah. I am having a negative emotional reaction to it, instead of trying to convince myself that I should not feel that way, I'm going to go, maybe this isn't the space for me either right now or ever, and to exit and go somewhere else. So that I that's what I mean when I'm like, let me get the vibe of the group. If like, I think I spend a lot of time justifying, oh, well, maybe that's just me being overly sensitive. Well, maybe it is, but that doesn't mean I have to give this space my time and attention either. So I look for stuff like that too. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, Denny asked about <laughs> for the new, yes. anything new for the kinky fuckery shop. Actually, Big things are happening with the kinky fuckery shop. And if I'm not going to talk about it right now, but I'm hoping that podcast listeners and live stream watchers will indulge us in a couple of weeks. I don't think we'll make an entire episode about it, though we may make a short video. We may do something where we talk about it because it's to us, it's really big changes. Um, And I want to just like put it all out there at once and tell everybody the stuff. We are trying to get those things wrapped up in plenty of time for the holidays for people who want to purchase kinky fuckery mm-hmm. over the holidays. But like this week, especially I was supposed to finish it up last week, but here we are this week. Yeah. Um, like I'm hopefully putting the final touches on it. Um, yeah. So uh, da, 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 da. Okay. that I think that. Yeah, I think we probably should wrap it up. I've got to become a road warrior here soon. Yes, you'll be picking up children. I've got to, like, go do some work and blah, blah, blah. And 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 drink more coffee. I just want to say real quick to Karen, um, my my suggestion, especially if you're looking for for a mentor, um, I would say try and find if there is a subgroup in your area. Um, that would probably be your best. If you're submissive, so yeah, whatever, if, if, whatever, whatever, you, whatever role you 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 um, identify with. identify as, you know, whether whether it's a, a big D or or a little S, um, you know, looking for a mentor, you know, yeah, um, online can be finding an tricky. online mentor can be tricky, mm-hmm. um, especially finding someone that's good, um, finding someone in your local community is probably the best way to go. It can be. I yeah. would also say the best advice, we did not give this advice, the best advice I've ever seen on looking for or wanting to have a mentor is to approach it in similar ways to the way you would approach establishing a power exchange relationship. So you need to get to know that person mm-hmm. well enough to feel comfortable with them. There is a um, some level of trust involved, not necessarily the same level as a power exchange, but there's still gotta be some level of trust. Um, yeah. And you need to negotiate it. So you have to discuss, be, be able and willing to discuss with them your needs and expectations and limits and theirs mm-hmm. and what each of you are or are not willing to do as mentor, mentee. 
Um, some people will claim to be a mentor and then they're, I mean, I've seen it, I've se watched it happen online. They're toxic and abusive and they make people feel bad. Um, and then the person who's trying to be mentored by them is like, is, is this what it's supposed to be like? The answer is no. Um, so yeah, it's, it takes a bit of time too. Um, there are people who offer to mentor. We do not. Um, it is not in our wheelhouse. It's mm -hmm. not the right energy for us, but, um, yeah, you want to approach it cautiously and it should be, um, there should absolutely be a lot of discussion about, uh, boundaries and yeah. what's okay and what's not okay and what you expect mm -hmm. and what you need and what the other person is willing to give and what they're not. And I mean, it's genuinely not that much different from a power exchange. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, I personally would like, don't jump into it. Don't just jump into it with anybody. It needs to take time. Um, but that's why groups that cater to how you identify tend to be the best place to start because people sort of mentor each other and they support each other. Um, so yeah, uh, okay. So uh, we are gonna go, lots of good advice for Karen coming through the live stream chat. Yeah. For podcast listeners, if you ever get a chance to join us in the live stream chat, we would love to have you, even if you just lurk. I love a lurker, <laughs> I am a lurker. Uh, but if you're like, fuck that shit, I'm sticking with the podcast. God, I love you, because this is where we started. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's it for us oh, we're gonna go we hope you'll have a great week we will be hanging out friday night on youtube live stream 9 30 p.m eastern yep, yep, as yep. usual um yeah so that's it for us mm -hmm. okay okay bye, bye.